trigger warning for this podcast may contain explicit material unlike every other episode we've ever done what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of the nerd nostalgia podcast in today's episode you're gonna have the trio doing a duet we have another podcast that joined us we have two hosts from the podcast binge town tv podcast And in this episode, we talk about our favorite Christmas movies. As always, head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. Yeah. Creating our own movie right now. We're just drawing different scenes from one. Hell yeah. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger fights. Make sure we write this down. Elves with attitude. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I am here on a very special episode. We have some guests joining us today from a different podcast. But before we introduce them, let me go ahead and introduce the regular folk. My uh, my good buddies, Brian. Hi. <laughs> okay. Nothing witty. That's okay. We'll, we'll get more out of them later. And Trey. Why are we just regular folks now? <laughs> That's, I don't know, because now we have special folks on with us oh. from the Bingetown TV podcast. Welcome, Jim, Kathleen. Hi. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Hyped to We're be here. We're excited to be here. Yep. Well, welcome, guys. Thank you so much for, for joining us. I'm excited to talk about today's topic. You know, Christmas is around the corner. Uh, Hanukkah, if you're Jewish and any other, you know, denomination that, that you follow, the holidays are here. And nothing more special than Christmas movies, both the regular, the traditional ones, and the non-traditional movies. So each of us is going to go in and discuss one or two of our favorites. But before we do that, let's talk about a couple of things that we're excited for. Maybe something that you're reading, maybe something that you're watching currently, something that's coming out. You know, the uh, debut of No Way Home is right around the corner. That's definitely something. Tonight's the premiere. Yeah, it's why. Can't can't I don't even want to be on the internet anymore. Oh, like, me neither. Yeah, dark and full of spoilers for sure. <laughs> I want to I want it spoiled for me. It saves me the cost of a movie ticket. So <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, let's uh let's start off. So Kathleen, what is something that you are watching, playing, reading? Sure. Something you're excited for? Um, something I was excited for last night was the succession finale. That was great. Um, that was a banger. And then same on the same ticket, um, HBO Insecure, that's finishing up. And that's such a great show. If anyone's not seen Insecure, go check it out. Five seasons, like a sitcom, but it's so fucking funny. I can curse, right? 100%. Okay, good. (laughs) You can't stop us. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) nerd wise, um, podcast wise, we're doing Wheel of Time, which has been incredible. But what I'm most just finished one episode like watching it recently. just one like, like just the couple, first one no no a couple minutes ago like i just finished the latest one. Oh, nice oh great yeah. great yeah so good um but so i have the boys watching winona earp which is my number one number two show of all time and um i never thought they were gonna actually watch which is great having a podcast uh conning them into it but they like it so we finally are on the finale we have the last two episodes and i can't wait to hear what they think and they better like it or i'm gonna be mad it took us so long to decide that we were going to watch this show because we knew that if we didn't like it, it was going to be personal to Kathleen. She was going to yeah. get so upset. 
<laughs> and yeah, we're having fun with it. We were having a lot of fun covering it. We originally did the pilot and then because we enjoyed the pilot, the pilot and the audience liked it, we covered seasons one, two, and three, just seasons recaps. And then since the, f- the final season, season four was as of now, the final season, we decided we were going to cover that every two episodes. So we've been breaking it down a little bit more, but me personally, Going on with the Christmas topic, I I'm enjoying Hawkeye right now. the 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 winter Christmas theme, having a lot mm-hmm, of fun with mm-hmm. that. Um, it's funny because our podcast covered every MCU Disney Plus show so far, and we decided as a group that we might just do a season recap of Hawkeye. We didn't think there's going to be too much to it. We were like, oh, you know, maybe it's just like this fluffy holiday Hawkeye show that it's going to introduce Kate Bishop. Well, how wrong are we? We have six introductions of characters, more coming. Like, it's crazy. It's been a really, uh, really good show. We're enjoying it. Kingpin is coming. Kingpin's on his his way. He has such a a big voice. I was like, oh, that's definitely him. 100%. That's awesome. Well, uh, gentlemen, which one of you want to go next? volunteer i can go so i have gone uh and i think i mentioned it on one of our previous episodes i've kind of gone down a sandman rabbit hole um so i had purchased the sandman omnibus number one to kind of brush up on it it's been many many years since i've read the books Mm -hmm. and so i started reading on that and just forgot how good it is and I don't, I don't have as much time to read as I used to, but I, I think I've killed about half of it. But at the same time, Audible made uh, the Sandman, like the, the uh, full cast, like recording, like the, the audio drama, I guess as it were, uh, available for free for part one. And then they already came out with part two. And so I was like, oh, I'll check it out. It may be good. Well, Neil Gaiman is the narrator. And then you've got James McAvoy as Dream. You've got, uh, what is her name? Kat Dennings as Death. I mean, just like all of these huge actors playing kind of bit parts, really, in this audio drama. And it is so good. They've done such a great job with it that having just read, read the original source material and then listening to it again, it, it's not boring. Like, it, they have to change it up a little bit. So give it a give it a check out like it's it's super good. And then, as we know, you know, we've got a a live action coming out Netflix in the future ish. So if you want to go down a Sandman rabbit hole, it's there. Go for it. I might have to. I've never actually read Sandman. And that sounds awesome. I didn't know that they had those voice actors for the audio. So I think that the part two, which has been released, I haven't gotten Mm -hmm. part two yet. I'm about. About three quarters away down with part one. And I think part two has even more people. Like wow. It's so James McAvoy came back again. And then I know Kat Dennings is doing death some more. And death is featured more heavily in the future uh, mm. books. And so she's gonna like come around a little bit more. But I mean, yeah, you read just like the quick cast of characters on, you know, just on the description of the audio, and it's like holy crap, like how did they get, how did they get all these people to do it? That's and amazing. Neil Gaiman, I don't know if you've ever heard him read anything before. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just amazing. So give it a shot. Yeah, I'm in. Brian? That leaves me. 
I was originally going to stick with how excited I am to see more shirtless Henry Cavill with Witcher <laughs> season two coming out, but well, yeah. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I'm going to punt that one till the next episode when it's actually come out and I can say how excited I am to have seen that. Instead, I'm going to go with the joy of, <clears throat> I think I've talked about playing Hollow Knight on the podcast before which is this wonderful little Metroidvania where you're a bug and you fight bugs and it's just so delightful. <laughs> um, the community that is surrounded by, or I guess that the, the, the fandom of hollow Knight is obsessed with this sequel to it coming out, which is called silk song. And there's been no news of it for two years from the developers. And there was this big, swell of expectation that it was going to be announced or released or we get like a crumb of information at the game awards uh which was last week and nothing came out of that no news and it was an incredible deflation of the community everyone is on just just depression watch and so that's that's what I've been enjoying is the uh, hopeless anticipation for this game, Silk Song, that has a release date of 20 question mark, question mark. Never want to hear the question mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's never going to come out. Yeah. But uh, speaking of The Witcher, I just restarted and watched episode one today. So I'm, I'm nice and fresh because we we binge that so fast last year mm-hmm. and then I haven't touched it again. The, the most I've seen of The Witcher since then was watching my friend play a lot of the video game. And that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I haven't seen a lick of The Witcher since, uh, since for a year, however long it's been. Two so. years. Two years now. Two years. Yeah. yeah that's why I'm like, Damn it's like I'm covered. watching it for the first time. Yeah, I did a full rewatch a couple weeks ago. And but I <laughs> but I kind of fucked up and binged it again. And so <laughs> now I'm, I'm like, damn it. But at least I followed it better this go around. Yeah. And then I did watch right. the Netflix anime, the what is it, the season of Nightmare the Wolf, of the Wolf, Nightmare of the Wolf. Some, there you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. That was pretty solid. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. It was, yeah. it was super reminiscent of the animation, everything of Castlevania, which I mm-hmm. really enjoyed as well. Sure. Yeah. So Agreed. It just like it felt like kind of I was kind of mixing them up. I was like, doesn't this? Have, oh no, that's the other thing. Uh, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, rewatch it. It's good. And what is the I'm what is the release date on that? I don't know. Sometimes this weekend. the seventeenth Friday, yeah, I believe. Friday. Yeah, it's an epic time to be a nerd. You get uh, so Spider Man. You get Will times Witcher. out now. Witcher. It's all something else comes out this week too. I can't remember what. Another Hawkeye with King with King Kingpin Hawkeye. being introduced. Are you thinking about <laughs> the Sex in the City reboot? That's Obviously. it. That's it. That's exactly what it was. And just like that. Just right <laughs> and you're hooked. Yeah, it's <laughs> well, on that fantasy kind of uh, segue there, I'm I'm looking forward to more Wheel of Time. I just finished episode six and it was pretty, pretty good. A pretty good episode. Um, it did. It, it was good. I won't get deep into it, mm-hmm. but it, it's exceeding my expectations and it's making me hopeful for the Lord of the Rings series yes. that Amazon is doing. And I think they put like five hundred million dollars into that. So as of now, yeah, Wheel of Time's the most, and then Lord of the Rings will be the most when that one comes out. So exactly. So we'll see. Crazy. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm excited. I'm very hopeful if they're able to use that source material well. 
Yeah, Are you guys Prime's got have some any... heavy hitters. Sorry, yeah, James. Prime's working hard, finally. I mean, yeah. you know, we've had some good Prime stuff for a long time, but we've always talked about past years with having good things come out. Even the boys in season yeah. one, they're just not great at promoting they're back not. then. Now they're doing a lot better. But back yeah. then, I mean, I was actually like six to eight months late on the boys, and the boys is phenomenal. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Was, yeah, I was know, too. I was late on the boys, and I was late on Invincible. Yeah. Love I mean, Invincible. Oh, and, Invincible is phenomenal as well. But it, they they do have some seriously long breaks in between stuff. They yeah. Do. And issue. so it's kind of like, eh, maybe I'll wait. You know, I think, <laughs> and that's what I'm doing with Will of Time. Because I, I read not all of them. I have not finished all of the books. Okay. And that was going to be my question to you guys. If Yeah, I, I'm pretty pretty familiar. With, it's been a mm-hmm. long time, but it's, I'm pretty familiar with with the source material. And enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it enough to get like 10 books in. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, I think there's, yeah, like 12 or 13, I think total, something like that, somewhere around that number. Yeah. Yep. And, and now those were written by his son uh, because he passed away before the author passed away before he could finish. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. When I heard that it was coming out and I saw some of the casting, I was like, awesome, awesome. This is going to be awesome. But I'm one of those guys that, I got to wait for at least a couple episodes to come out. Like right now I am just now getting around to last week's Hawkeye and I'm about halfway through. And just because my watching abilities are so sporadic mm-hmm. and uh, so like keeping up with a show and just the amount of things that happened to me in just one week in between one show coming out or one episode coming out and the next one is nice to have two in a row or the series to be done. That would be nice too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're called Binge Town TV. We love binging. You know, that's the whole thing. It, it's a it's a shame. Sometimes it's good for the podcast to have week to week. Sometimes you just want to have it all. And, you know, we were talking about the MCU show specifically. The WandaVision was perfect for week to week because if you binged it, you would have been upset with it too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> By the time the ending happened, you know, um, right. but the fact that they were able to give you those cliffhangers, it had people going crazy. And people covering on the podcast going nuts. And um, but yeah, I actually I think because we didn't cover Hawkeye like we've covered the other episode or other MCU shows, I actually waited to have episode three and four to watch as well because I wanted to have a little bit of a chunk watch. So, I mean, we were actually we were lucky enough to get Wheel of Time uh, screeners. And it was crazy that they gave us six out of eight episodes. Dang, and we, awesome. we almost wow. didn't want to watch because we felt like we're like not following with the fandom. You know, we're kind of like we we're going to see it and just wait and rewatch maybe. But we just wanted to follow along with the fandom. So we really actually watched the first three so that the first three that came out, we could, we could drop an instant reaction to. And then we were trying to keep it week to week, just have it a little bit earlier than everybody else. So we could still drop the podcast. But um we were we were very shocked that we got six out of the eight episodes yeah that's awesome awesome yeah yeah that does take away kind of like the game of thrones of it all when everyone it's the water cooler stuff Mm -hmm. right like theorizing week to week listening to podcasts that was like my favorite thing to do with both game of thrones and westworld it's like yes the the supplemental content in the middle of the week was everything to me i needed it (laughs) And that's Irvin what we the, all Irvin is to the be king now. of the supplemental content. <laughs> Irvin is the I king am. of it. Yeah, just I love going down those rabbit holes. Nope. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. 
See, that's, I, that's I barely, us. I barely watch trailers. Like I, mm, I don't, okay. I don't want to know anything. I don't want to know anything. I don't want to think about it. I just want to watch and just we were follow actually, with the story. But nope. We were Urban's actually just talking. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're good. Yeah. We were actually just talking to, um, party with Ray. He's, uh, the person who came up with the song came for the low, the Zemo cut song, the one from Falcon and the winter soldier. And we were talking to him. We just got friendly with him through Instagram. And he was very, very similar. He was like, I don't like trailers. I don't want to see teasers for the next episode. I just want to be shocked. And I just want to watch it. Yeah. I, Let yeah, it happen I to agree. you. That's, I agree. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, for me, I, like I just want to, I, yeah, me too. I'm all theories all the time. And whether it's yeah. <laughs> for good or better or for worse. Yep. WandaVision, it was for worse. All the theories that we came out with. Just Mephisto. To get, just to get, you know, Ralph Boner, you know, so. <laughs> That was Jesus. I can't believe they gave us that. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you all a question. So obviously, like us, we all watch and binge shows. Do you ever binge a show? And then after that, do you immediately move on to another show? Or do you have like kind of like a buffer? Will you watch a movie? Like personally, once I binge a show and like I've committed, like especially if it's like a 26 plus episode type of thing. I'll, I'll have to just commit to like movies for the next week because it's just like, I was just so enveloped in this other world. But like, I, I have to commit to something else. Are, are y'all that way? Or are you just, no, boom, let's go to the next one. I'm known for needing a palate cleanser de- depending on what the show was, right? If I'm like fully in obsessed, then I'm going to need to watch something either. One that's completely different. Something that, that is like easy, very palatable, whatever. But there's definitely been times where I'm like, okay, done. But that's only when the show's not really inspiring me that much. I could just crush and crush and crush and go on to the next. But if I'm like super inspired by something, I won't. I, like when I finished Winona Earth for the first time, I just restarted it from the top because I was like, I need to. Yeah, we need to get that rewatch value. In. But how about you, Jimmy? Yeah, a lot of the other Town hosts will do maybe like sitcoms after a heavier show maybe and not necessarily like a new sitcom where you have to watch like eight seasons of how i met your mother or something but it would be how i met your mother in the sense where it's one of their favorite sitcoms so they'll watch a few here and there just to be like kathleen said a palate cleanser i know me personally i'll usually just try to go totally different i do have like a list of shows that i'm going to go down on and I, for example had my like third or fourth rewatch of the sopranos and after the sopranos i was like all right I'm going to go with something like The 100, which was the first time Kathleen had me watch The 100 from the CW. And I was like, all right, this is, can't be any. This is so different that I'm, I'm good. You know, it's fine. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do do that. I don't necessarily do it with movies, but I will change it up. Definitely 100 um, percent between TV shows. Would you guys say you're more TV people or movie people? I think we have to be TV people now. I mean, just as far as the stuff we actually have access to, I watch most stuff on my TV now. Like, unfortunately, I watched Dune on the TV at home, which was not as good an experience. But that's right. just that's what it is, and so that I think it lends itself. Just the the pandemic, the post pandemic lifestyle is geared towards that. It's right. a lot easier just to queue up the next you know whatever series I've got in front of me. Yeah, I, I like the movie theater experience, and it's a shame that we missed it for a year and a half. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people don't like it that much, but I I do. And I mean, I've I've gone to every single MCU movie with my dad since I was younger, since it's been ten years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, we like to see them in the theaters. And Dune, one of our 
co-host uh kyle he went to the imax saw it he said it was like the best thing ever you know he said it was such a great experience seeing it in imax and i i actually haven't gotten a chance to see it but if i do it will be on the tv like you said Mm -hmm. highly recommend you go into the theater to watch it it's yeah it's epic i've I've done both it just you can't beat it i think Mm -hmm. i'd rather just wait until the second part or whatever the final version is so i can just sit and watch you know like it'll, it'll take six hours long with an intermission but i'd rather just go and do that all at once rather than say oh wow that was so great i wonder what it'll be like in in three years when the sequel comes out Mm-hmm. if it comes out still salty still salty i'm still so well i just it 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 was an enjoyable experience but it was an incomplete movie that's fair i mean it's part one yeah part. Did you I, not I, 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 I know I've, that's how that goes i know i've told this story a million times but my dad um did not know what lord of the rings was and had no idea i received the I love the story. Special edition, <laughs> it's so good. It's the so good. leather bound Fellowship of the Ring extended cut DVD for Christmas, right? And we took it down to our lake house, and we all we have at the lake house is one TV with one little DVD player. And so I pop it in. We're getting into it, and he gets into it like. And my dad, his his two favorite movies are Caddyshack and Saturday Night Fever. So like, <laughs> just this is way out of his realm, right? Right. And he's into it, like watching it. And he's like, da, 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 and it ends. And he's like, wait, they don't get the ring back. And I was like, no, dad, there's two more movies. And he's like, oh, fuck that. I'm out. Like, he, <laughs> he, and he to this day will ask me if we start watching a movie, like, is there going to be more? Oh, like, no, no, this does is the one. Do you know how the, the series ends? Like, does he know that they beat Sauron? Spoilers, uh, no, by the no, way. He has completely yeah. blocked it. It's, it. it's dead to him. He has no idea what happens. You know what you need crazy. <laughs> You're sending one of the YouTube summary stuff, so right. so he can finish the story in his mind. Like I personally couldn't do that. Like that would just nope. he's me. blocked it. That's gone. Dead dead. You, dead, you know what really it for him. It would be funny is if you just like started queuing up like midway through Two Towers or Return of the King. He's like, what the fuck? Gandalf's alive? <laughs> yeah. he's back. Why is he, he white died now? in the last one? No, no it's, a, it's one of those prequels, Dad. <laughs> yeah, speaking of something funny in that vein, I actually had a friend. And I think our dad, me and Kathleen, are siblings, where whether it's Netflix, HBO Max, well, back then it was HBO Go, right? I think my friend specifically was trying to watch True Detective season one for the first time, which phenomenal season. And he started it backwards. He started with the last episode and didn't realize. So he literally, you know, he queued up the last episode he's watching. He's like, this show is ridiculous. What the hell is going on? And he's like, what, wait, is it what? And and he had no idea. And then he never watched it. Never, never watched the whole thing just because he did it backwards. And that was it done. And it's like, you got to make sure you pay attention to that. Yeah. You really could watch the last episode and then go back to the beginning. And you'd have no idea what the fuck you just watched. Yeah. Like, well, uh, wait, why are they younger, but also drunker? I'm, I'm yeah. confused. <laughs> That's true. Yep. I was listening to a Rolling Stone podcast at one point that was um, I forget what it was called, but basically this guy from Rolling Stone would have celebrities on. And and I think like John Hamm did Gossip Girl, Allison Brie did Game of Thrones. But basically what they do is they have you watch the pilot and then the series finale and then ask you questions. I mean, technically it ruins everything like mm-hmm. you can't really mm-hmm. take that back once you've done it. 
but the whole point of it is like, hey, is that a good way to watch this show? And everyone's, of course, like, no, but the guesses in the middle are funny. I mean, after the pilot, they're like, who do you think is important? Like Game of Thrones, like, you know, it's like, is yeah, Ned Stark yeah. important? Like, you think he's like, gonna oh, that's the main character. Yeah, right. So it's well, definitely I mean, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't Game of Thrones, know that it, that's that's yeah. awful to do it with, man. Holy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you're going to have seven or eight seasons of like really good character development for this Khaleesi character and <laughs> yeah. have her like grow and evolve. And then su- like it's not going to be a sudden like t- turn of a corner transformation into a nutso. Like it's going to yeah. be like, well like set up in the series. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. It happened in the last 30 minutes. Uh, All sudden heel turn and let's ruin everything for everybody. Season then- eight was perfect. Okay. Kathleen's doing that to piss you guys off. No, it was perfect. It was perfect at making me sure that I will never go back and watch it again. I have I've spent many hours watching the show. I'll never have to spend another moment. It It was no, it was perfect in getting the directors fired from their next project. That's what it was perfect for. So true. I mean, it's really a shame how good a show was, a phenomenal show was, and to have people like what Brian said decide that he will never watch it again because of the ending i mean we have another podcast host that takes things so freaking personally it's unbelievable (laughs) and i'm talking about luke kathleen yeah and he will fight to the death you know he hated too and and he did say he will rewatch just because he loved everything else beforehand but he you don't even want to get him started he'll just you'll talk to him for an hour and he'll just start freaking out i mean wandavision he literally was so mad at ralph boner and all of our theories turn into shit that he did not join us for any other MCU show since. Like he's not been on the uh, podcast for the damn. MCU since. He's a drama queen. <laughs> I mean, damn. we do cover a lot Bothier. of other shows, so he's busy yeah. doing other stuff. But he literally was like, "I'm done with the MCU for now. I'll watch it, obviously, but I don't want to theorize. I don't want to do the do the podcast with it. Just I got so mad." <laughs> Wait, what did what did he theorize for Wandavision that did not come to fruition that made him Mephisto. so butter. It's always Mephisto. Yeah, I mean, I think it was mainly just because everybody wanted so many things out of it, and, you know, whether it's going to be introducing the X-Men from Fox, whether, you know, you see Evan Peters show up, is that Quicksilver? Oh, no, it's Ralph Boner. Spoiler alert. I don't even know if Kathleen's seen it, but, you know, just yes, like I've all the couple, just like the couple things where it just seemed like there's so much to theorize in the beginning and then at the end it just kind of turned off and it just went like here let's just have Ag- agatha all along and just finish it up um i don't know i think it might have been our own fault for just putting too much into it and i guess you guys know too from all the instagram posts all over the place everybody thinking you know this is mephisto or this is you know whatever it was and you know this is how we're gonna get magneto this is how we're gonna get quicksilver any any x-men anything you know and it, and it was just just a setup for for more want, you know, and, and I personally still gave it a pretty good review when we reviewed it. It's just that we had too many theories that, you know, hurt our feelings. <laughs> See, this is I why think- this is why you don't dive down rabbit holes. This is why you let the story surprise you. No trailers. <laughs> it's so rewarding when you hit it on the nose, though. You're like, oh, I it it. Really I fucking is. told you. But but the flip of that is it ruins a completely a, a, like a complete universe for you. Don't yeah. do it. I mean, that was tough for me, too, just because I am I was a comic reader and with House of M was like exactly when I was reading all the time with comics and and I was expecting certain things. And even with like Secret Invasion coming out, I know now I'm not going to like go Expect, too hard with yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I mean, even Kevin Foggy himself said, you know, it's not going to be as hard hitting like the big A-listers from all the MCU. It's going to be Nick Fury and 
And now we know Maria Hill and it's going to be its own thing and it's mm-hmm. still going to be great, I'm sure. But, you know, Secret Invasion was one of the was one of the big ones that I read back when I was constantly reading comics. So that could have been another WandaVision situation. But now yeah. I'm a little bit smarter. <laughs> more seasoned. Yes, more seasoned. hundred percent. Well, speaking of season. Hey, oh, the season. Oh, God, Segway. You're how long have you been sitting on that for? <laughs> I did. It just it just happened. He said, season. I don't believe you. I, I was just we were waiting. chatting in it the was Zoom scripted. chat box. Yep. I was like, I'm about to say season hit me up. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. This is what this is what planning looks like, Brian. You should try it sometime. Never. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you, Trey. Well, perfect segue into uh to our next bit here. We're gonna talk about uh either a traditional or non-traditional movie. Who wants to uh start it off? Not all at once, y'all. I can start. Ladies oh, first. Oh. Let's do okay. it. Okay. All right, so my classic, and I think Jimmy may be piggybacking as well, is the Santa Claus. Um, so t- I, Tim Allen is both hot <laughs> and not an adjective like, I would use, but come on, Jimmy, but he's also, come on, Jimmy, interest. But he's also yeah, yeah, my Santa Claus. Like he's no one else is jolly. Santa Claus. Are you saying me. he's Daddy Claus? He's Daddy, Daddy Claus. Claus. Daddy like, Claus. Oh, I didn't want that to be a thing, but now it is. <laughs> I don't know when ho, it happened, ho, ho. but I am obsessed with Tim Allen, and I I don't know if I need to go to some sort of therapy for that, but <laughs> I love him. He's, he's great. But no, I just um I think for me, like aesthetically, it's very pleasing. I'm I'm all about the nostalgia. I think it holds up. Yep. Um, the the music in it is great. I love that aesthetically. Like it's it's mostly snow and Christmassy and North Pole. Like I, I think I need that visually in a in a Christmas movie. But also I think it again it holds up. It's funny and it makes me cry too. So I I don't necessarily ever watch second and third one, but the first one hits the same every single time. Like I feel like a kid when I'm watching it. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's Daddy Claus. <laughs> For the I listeners cannot believe at Tim home, Allen is not on there. We have I, nothing but buff Santas on our screen right I'm now. I'm just glad <laughs> that when you Google hot Santa, this many different images. There's gonna be a dick that's gonna pop up soon. Give me one second. Yeah, right. far down, one sec. Okay, we've got uh, Kathleen. I hope Kathleen's not. I don't know where she's going here. Hot Santa. There's a hot Santa Lego. This is well, this is probably just a <laughs> combination. Why is Ryan Felipe on this? Yeah, like, Ryan Felipe is Santa. <laughs> this is hilarious. All right, I get. There's Kurt our Russell. first. Yeah, Kurt Russell. There's our first actual actor as Hot Santa. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Is that in? Um, yeah, I've seen that movie. That's that one's pretty good. Oh, look at that. Hot oh, Santa here we go. Ranked. We finally got Tim Allen as one of the Hot Santa. <laughs> there he is, Tim Allen. You've got Billy Bob, and you've got Kurt Russell. And you think Tim Allen's the hot Santa? In okay, this, in I'm this trying group? to find something specific in my room, but I cannot find it. Give me one more second. She's, I have no idea what she's looking for, but I hope she just has a poster of a hot Santa that, that's <laughs> on her wall. It's gonna be a pillow of Tim Allen. Yeah, she's got it. I mean, she could probably like a body show, pillow. Ooh. It's gotta be a body pillow if it's hot Santa. There you go. I don't know. Should so we where's, do Kathleen where's time the Santa here? hat on the pillow? Is my question. Uh, oh, let's uh, be in Philly because. Oh. Ah, I'm upset. So I um on my wall in Philly, I just moved. So I took some things home. I'm at my parents' house, but 
I had a picture of Tim Allen, his mugshot when he was like arrested for cocaine or something like that, having cocaine. But I had it on my wall and I wanted to pull it out. But I don't know where it went. I didn't even know that that was a thing. But I mean, yeah, I think sense. it was I think it was like early in his career. Found it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Bitch and stash. Bitch and stash for sure. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Cocaine. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine. Okay, so um, the Santa Claus due to hot Santa and Daddy nostalgia. Santa, Daddy Claus, and yeah, the nostalgia. Okay. nostalgia. I'll do, do I'll do a little bit more of a rational piggyback than <laughs> Kathleen. I'm gonna i I'm gonna stick with the Santa Claus. Um, you know, I'm 31, so it came out. I was probably well, I guess I was like four or five, but just like Kathleen said, it is more of like a nostalgia thing for me. I never I was actually thinking about this beforehand because we 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 talked about the the topic off off pod and I was thinking about what I was going to say here and I was wondering if the Santa Claus is actually a movie that a lot of people find for nostalgia or for like their childhood depending on age like certain people like my friends I don't hear them if we talk about Christmas movies say the Santa Claus and I'm wondering is like me and Kathleen are we weird because that it was just a show or movie we watched when we were younger so we like it or or what because I will say that the Santa Claus is usually on my list like if I'm making sure I watch a Christmas movie I'll I'll make sure it's the Santa Claus I'm not a huge huge Christmas movie guy like I don't have specific ones it's the Santa Claus and then it's Polar Express and I'll say Polar Express too because nostalgia you know I mean not that it fully holds up with the animation I don't know you know back then it was you know even even back then they were saying you know is this the right thing to do with the, with the animation style but you know I'll still watch it because then I guess with Polar Express I was like 12 13 14 and it's the nostalgia and I know you guys appreciate that <laughs> indeed at least we try to sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just can't get past the dead eyes. Can't do it. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. It's, Kids still love the, that movie. Though. I mean, like all know, my nieces and nephews, they're twelve and you know twelve, thirteen, right around that age group. And I remember them growing up and watching it and uh, going up to there's a what is up in College Station that does no, it. No, it's in Palestine, Palestine, Texas. Yeah, that so does no. uh, a Polar Express little event. It's so yeah, my, my kids are younger and they, they didn't really dig on it, but it was like, Hey, we're going to take you to go ride the polar express. And that's what it's called. Like it's a, it's a, um, Texas railroad history museum. And every, like from like November through, you know, January, February, whatever they do, uh, it's like an hour and 15 minute train ride and they play the music and they give you hot chocolate and Santa comes and visits you and stuff. Like it's a whole deal. Oh, cool. We live in South Texas and in Houston, so it's it's a trek with little kids. Like, I'll never, never, ever do it again. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was it was really cool and it was like really well done and, and it was super neat, but not with small kids. Never, ever, ever again. And um, but I tried to get them to watch the movie before mm-hmm. before we went, and they just they're just too young. They didn't, they didn't dig on it. But as I was watching it, I was like, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Guy's weirdness. yeah. I don't okay. Know. But what's your favorite Christmas movie? Try Die Hard. God damn it. You stole mine. Well, Die Hard. I mean, so I'm going to talk about already, another one. We, knew we've talked about Die Hard before Die Hard. it. Die Hard is the best Christmas movie ever made and yeah. will always remain to be so. Never seen it. So, so Kathleen, no, don't admit that. Don't you ever do that? To. That's ding, 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 ding. Yeah, can cut that out. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, hit the hit the bell. 
That's inspire almost me. as bad as saying you've never seen the fifth element. element yeah. Gotta watch Kathleen. Have you seen? Yep, there you go. She's not a nerd, I guess. <sighs> Kathleen, you know, I'm trying to think. The fifth element, when did I that got, come like, out? Like, Supergirl posters on my wall. I'm a nerd. All you're showing them is your clothes right now. So. <laughs> sweet, sweet uh, closet, though. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, Supergirl, the Flash. Come on. You don't have to be a nerd to watch Die Hard, though. No, Just definitely give not. It, give it a shot. It is. I mean, with as mu- with as many like pop culture references that are made now, it's so ingrained in the zeitgeist that you have to, you just have to watch it. I mean, it's got Agreed. Alan Rickman in it. What do you want? I was just gonna say Alan Rickman, Kathleen. Love that guy. The goat. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that's so Trey. Sell us on it being a Christmas movie, though. Give it to me. Yeah, it's, do it. It's one hundred percent set at Christmas time. Hmm. Nakatomi one Tower point. Christmas Party. You're right. Okay, well, Iron Man three set in, in Christmas okay. time, but I wouldn't say Iron Man. So 3. I, I'm we we've we've had this discussion before. Die Hard is the quintessential Christmas movie. However, there is a new one that I I say it's new. It's not. It's an old movie, but it is another movie that has actually cemented itself as a Christmas movie in my head, and that movie is Gremlins. Yeah, for mm, sure. For wow. Sure. Okay. Okay. And so Gremlins was made available on HBO Max. And actually, I had a conversation with the boys before this that if you needed if you needed help thinking about Christmas movies, HBO Max has two or at least two uh, different sections of like classic Christmas movies, and then they have Christmas ish movies. And Damn, I was like, I that's, really? that that's, that's pretty, you know, pretty good for like getting, getting material. Right. But I was looking at it. We were at my parents' house with the kids and everything. And gremlins was on there. And I was like, great. They are one and <laughs> five. This is going to be perfect for them. Oh my gosh. It's hilarious. And your daughter likes it. some spooky shit. She does. Yeah. She they're does. they're They both are like, they're little monsters. Like they are ghouls. They love spooky, scary. Amazing. No idea. I have no idea where they get it from. Um, but yeah, I put it on. Forgot how, how great a movie that is. It I is, have not seen it in so long. Right. Me neither. So I had neither. I had neither. And yeah. just, just popped it on. I mean, it's so to qualify it, like you were trying to get me to qualify Die Hard as a Christmas movie, Nakatomi Christmas Party is where what gets hijacked, right? Check, Check. done. Uh, Gremlins, he gets the Mogwai, so Gizmo, as his Christmas present for his son. That's how it starts. Mm, okay. And so it's all set during Christmas. And then like all of the things that happen you know, there's several shots of the gremlins and stuff playing in the Christmas tree and screwing stuff up and, you know, going to the department store and all that kind of stuff. And like, they're out for Christmas break, like during a lot of this happening and everything. So yeah. I'll Christmas it. Movie. I like it. I'm going to have to watch that again. It's been a really long time. Yeah, me too. So Damn. I saved you. I saved your diehard, Brian, if you want to, if you want to keep going, but you no, asked my you, favorite. You've, diehard. you've dirtied it. <laughs> You've sullied it. The the one thing <clears throat> I remember watching Gremlins two more growing up, and the one thing that's always stuck out to me is: Do you remember when they got into the medical experiments lab in, in Gremlins two and the whatever it was the Nakatomi Plaza in New York, and one of them became a gargoyle gremlin and grew bat wings and was able to fly and terrorize, mm-hmm. and he actually terrorized 
one of the people from the original movie who's just like wandering around New York City that day. And I remember there's just this scene where he's like walking down this busy New York street and this monster is attacking him and no one else in the street seemed to notice or give a shit. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> it's very New York. I don't know That's if I've even seen Gremlins 2. I probably have, but I know for a fact that I've seen that scene because I know I remember exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. I just love the idea that they had like chemicals that had like busty, like thick lipped girl that you could inject in yourself to make you more attractive. Like I, that's what I think science is like in real life because of that movie. <laughs> okay. Everyone, what's your favorite Christmas movie? You can piggyback off Trey. Okay. That's fair. Wait, I'm not piggy. Stop saying we're not piggybacking. Quit doing that. Piggyback, piggyback, piggyback. God damn it. The word <laughs> means nothing now. Okay. Obviously my favorite Christmas movie since Irvin didn't go, um get, didn't even get a chance to say anything well i haven't gone yet fucking go no i don't want to now i'm gonna piggyback <laughs> off your trays you're, you're gun shy brian's about um, to go rogue guys i want a christmas movie that has the values that i care about in christmas which is that it's not all about the money it's not all about the possessions um something where you can learn a lesson after dealing with a scrooge like character almost like a Grinch-like character. Um, A movie that talks about the importance of family, that talks about that being together with the one or ones you love is what's really important. One that celebrates friendship and community and coming together and also giving up what you want for the betterment of your community. And obviously the movie that encapsulates all of these things best is Die Hard because John McClane (laughs) is a Christmas hero. He spends the entire movie trying to get back to his estranged wife, Holly Gennaro. He fights a Scrooge-like character in the form of Hans Gruber, who's trying to steal the Christmas cheer uh, from the Nakatomi Plaza along with the bearer bonds. And it also has like a really nice stuffed bear for some reason. And he also tries to get back to his family and he forges uh, an interracial friendship with the beat cop and gets him to open up a little bit about his personal trauma as to why he stopped being on the streets. And if that doesn't spell the best Christmas story ever, then I don't know what does. I'm Irvin, sold. Irvin, Kathleen I'm excited Zinn. for your inferior answer. <laughs> so they, they, they talked on the topic of nostalgia. Mine is definitely going to be a Christmas movie. I can't, I could go I could say something like kiss kiss bang bang right it's uh it's set during in like LA right around Christmas time it has what is her name uh RDJ is the the protagonist but it has a female that's in it and I, I cannot remember her name oh I was gonna say to your you while you're looking that up Irvin I was gonna mm-hmm. say to your um to your friendship with uh Carl Winslow uh, allowed him to get his own sitcom it's true Val John, what is his first name? It's not John Val John. It's Michael. What? Oh, the guy. Oh, the cop. Yeah, something Val John. Oh, yeah. What was his name? Die Hard. Lame um, is is my favorite Christmas movie. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's depressing <laughs> as fuck. All right, what's his Shell name? Monaghan. That's who it is. Sorry. Oh, speaking of the chick from um, what was that show? Uh, True Detective. Mm-hmm. Re- Reginald Val Johnson. That's it. So I knew it was Val something, Val John. Val, Reginald Val John, Val John Chauvin. He's in because, Ghostbusters. He's in Die Hard 2. Yeah, and he becomes Carl Winslow. Family Wait, he on. does. He is does. He, 
and he plays a cop. <laughs> These are yeah. different. He's a different character, though. He's not. He's not. I mean, he's a, he's a beat cop. I, granted, it's I think it's set in Chicago. I think Family Matters is set in Chicago, right? Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, he's I a never cop. linked that. Yeah. Yeah, that's how he gets to start. Boom. Okay, fun fact. Family Matters comes out one year before Die Hard. No, it comes out the year after. Die Hard 2 <laughs> comes out in 90, 1990. Okay. So Trey is right. Always. There's a first time for everything. He does look like a great cop, though. Yeah. All oh, right, Irwin, sorry. weren't you telling us something? Yeah. Was I? Uh, yes, Michelle Monaghan. She's uh, she's the oh, female protagonist in it. Yeah, she's, uh, she's very pretty. And she's just a good actress all around. But Kiss Kiss Bang Bang could be one of them. But I'm going to go with nostalgia. I'm going to go with a arguably one of the shittiest Christmas movies ever, but I dig it. And it's starting Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes, no, with the toy. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See? okay. That's good. Look at that reaction. See, God, I know. It. Classic. It's a classic. It's, it's so bad, that. but it's with, it's with so theirs good being at the same time. The, with theirs being the Santa Claus and then you saying Jingle All the Way, it's like it's like 90s. Yes, it kinda is. Kind of action-y. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah, perfect for them. Hold on, hold on. Are you saying that Jingle All the Way and the Santa Claus are similarly actiony movies? Yeah. Kinda... There's he's action. He's saying, saying 90s. 90s. I mean, when the when the when the elves with the attitude come and get Santa Claus out of the <laughs> jail, that's action. <laughs> Yeah, straight action. <laughs> am, I, am I remembering the yeah, same? Yeah, right. <laughs> Are we yeah, creating sorry. our own movie right now? We're just drawing different scenes from this, one. Hell yeah! yeah Arnold Schwarzenegger on. fights. Make sure we write this down. Elves with attitude. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Boom! I like it. In the when, suit, obviously. Get yeah. to the sleigh. When Jimmy was saying that his friends didn't watch the Santa Claus, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that. That's because they're like, oh, I watched that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, but I forgot what the title was. Yeah, that's no, crazy. I haven't seen that one in years. Do you watch that often, Irvin? Uh, I would say it's probably been two or three years since I've seen it, but I remember seeing it right around Christmas time. I was like, holy shit, I forgot this movie existed. Yeah. And so as I was, you know, doing research for the podcast, I was like, oh, that one, that one hits home because I remember. And I feel like anybody as an adult with children has chased a product for their kid at some point or another. So I feel like Trey could definitely relate to it. And other people that, that listen to this mm-hmm. podcast that are parents because that secondary market can be a bitch sometimes like PlayStation fives, for example, right now. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let's, let's back up. Would there be jingle all the way in 2021 where like the whole movie would just be him like bidding on, on eBay or yeah, right. been like, Amazon, yeah. waiting for the Twitter Ugh. bots for PS five. And <laughs> no, it would totally take like a dark turn. Like something like payback or whatever, where oh. he goes to go pick it up. He goes to like, like buy it a, in a parking lot. Yeah, they rob and he gets him. beat up and he gets robbed and then he like taken and tracks him down. Oh, he becomes Liam uh, Neeson. Liam Neeson is the one. There you go. I don't have a lot of money because we're writing stole movies it. left and right here, guys. But I do have He's a particular down. set Kathleen, of skills. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's, that's, that's my pick. Who uh, who's still uh, who's still left? Well, can the, Taken be a Christmas movie in some way? Don't they go on the winter trip to Europe? No, it's a summer trip to Patty. Yeah, I think it's uh, summer. But I think yeah, in the second one, it is uh, around Christmas time, if I'm not mistaken, though. I think it's the same year that Christmas happens. So <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. that might be that might be right. So well, Christmas and like movie. on the on the other 
like um hemisphere it's probably winter around the summer trip so it's like christmas science math Could be. look it up well Let the bench ask... down well oh, i was go okay kathleen i was gonna say where, the bench down team it? we have another one here as a tag oh team. okay and Trey, i was gonna you'll, pose you'll another question um basically what i was gonna say i was gonna say something different i'll say it later but um yeah the other one we had was nightmare before christmas now i watched that all year round because I'm obsessed with it. Question. Is it a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween movie? So to me, to me, it's a Halloween movie. To me, it's an all year round movie. But if I had to choose Halloween again, aesthetically, it's so Halloween. Uh, What's this is an amazing song. And that Christmas scene when he's like pops up and he's got the snow in his head and he puts the lights in his eyeballs. I mean, it's iconic. And I literally have a, a Jack Skellington with a snow uh, with a Santa hat on right there. But I love it. I mean, I, I pretty much pretty much sums up who I am as a human. Like, is that, next to your that... Tim Allen body pillow? Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen, do you have your uh, where's your uh, pillowcases for Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, Are they on there? No, mama. I mean, you literally could like look around a room and there's Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> everywhere. I can't even I get her any more gifts for Nightmare Before <laughs> Christmas. So I know I have it all. But I didn't realize that. Not all kids love that movie. Well, I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, what what's the moral of Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> That's a great question. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like Jack's a villain. No, the, the moral of the moral of Nightmare Before Christmas is stay in your fucking lane. So it it seriously, it's, so true. it's like exactly. don't don't hear that kid change your better yourself. Lane. Yeah. You know, if you live if be you live curious, in a haunted be curious, nightmare, but stay in your lane. That's no, it, it doesn't even encourage curiosity <laughs> because curiosity encourages you to say, hey, wouldn't it be nice to not live in a nightmare town where everyone's decaying and like they prey on the fear of children? It's like, nope. Yeah, Just you ask too many questions, that. somebody gets kidnapped. That's what As happened. an adult, <laughs> I I do look at it more of a lens of being like, wow, Jack's just tired of this fucking job. Like, he doesn't want this job. He's uninspired, and I can relate to that sometimes, you know? Uh, but yeah, no, Jack's in the wrong. So moral of the story, I agree. Stay in your fucking lane. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's a great, though, great soundtrack. I have it on vinyl. I'm obsessed with it. I listen to it like... Soon as September hits is when I really allow myself to just. So that that was going to be my statement was that um, it's a Halloween and Christmas movie, so it Mm. it is applicable starting probably October one through you know into January, and that that is it just covers all of that. Um, Yeah, but my daughter, my daughter especially, my my son is still pretty young, um, Mm. so he's not he's not talking yet with which is like kind of babble words, but. One of my daughter's first first thing she was able to ask for was Jack, Jack, Jack. I want to watch Jack, and so that's and we knew that. that was going to be Jack Skellington. As soon as you said that she liked spooky stuff, I was like, she's going to get along with Kathleen. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's yep. both of their favorites, and it yeah for the last you know three or four years, I would say it's been on repeat at my house. So even before Disney Plus. We had, I bought it on Amazon, uh, Amazon video so she could stream it on anything and put it on. So does, your, does your daughter think it's a Christmas or a Halloween movie? It's an everything movie to her. That's yeah. so she's her and Kathleen are just gonna hang out. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. everything. It's anytime that That's she wants funny. to like, it's one of those things that she, uh, she's five now. So she's been kind of branching out 
and like discovering new things. It's, you know, of course she has, but she has her uh, unicorns, urban and princesses and Mm -hmm. mermaids and stuff like that. Pretty much the whole Disney repertoire, but she still comes back to Jack Skellington. So like if I just put it on for whatever reason, she's sit down and, and she'll watch it sing along and stuff. And then the boy, he's, yeah, he's into spooky. Like one of the first things that he could do is like, oh, you'd say, oh, that's spooky. And he'd be like, ooh. <laughs> and and well, so, you know, she does the same thing. So Halloween is a big deal around our house. And, um, you know, they both just get into it. And I was, I was kind of, we went to, uh, we covered this actually on a previous episode, but um, we went to Disney World in um, October. So right before Halloween, and I was hoping there would be more like, cause she likes Sally a lot. Like Sally is like her favorite. So that's what she wants to be for Halloween was like Sally. And then mm-hmm. she wanted my son to be Jack. And then I was supposed to be Oogie Boogie. And they're like, well, what's mom going to be? You know, what's mom going to be? And, and she's like, well, she can be Sally too. That'd be fine. You know, she can be Sally too. it's like, oh no, we'll make her a witch. And she didn't think that was funny, but um, I was hoping there would be more of, nightmare before christmas stuff out and and there really wasn't but we were also Damn. contending with the 50th anniversary of walt disney world so there was a lot of that decoration around right 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 so i don't know i don't know she if, was uh one of those like groupie witches like you make wounds ooze and flesh crawl witches. yes yes that's perfect. what the one-eyed one you know you give her like a patch i love that <laughs> that's so. perfect i mean it's genius right the claymation is I, the making of that is is just as good as the actual movie it's have you yeah have you seen um the movies that made us yeah yeah so the movies that Uh made us uh episode that that talks about nightmare before christmas is actually one of the better ones and there there's a lot of good ones die hard's on there i think home alone's on there that's another home alone's that's a good one yeah and it's like a lot of uh, it's great it's great i've seen i've seen all of them um because right around halloween they came out with a new batch and it was like they had nightmare on elm street and they had halloween and then they had nightmare for christmas was one of the new ones that they came out with so So good so good my question was going to be before this um do you guys have any episodes of tv that you go back to because when i was a kid i loved like holiday themed episodes of whether it's sitcoms or whatever Mm -hmm. like the one that pops in my mind is like hey arnold christmas special like nancy spumoni snow boots like old old cartoon type deals um i used to love that even like sitcoms like friends or anything like that i love a holiday halloween thanksgiving any of it i love that so i have a yeah go ahead no 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 i'm i'm just meditating on it but Irvin, you got one so i don't go back to uh to actual tv shows like the only thing that popped in my mind was uh, charlie brown but what i will do is i'll go back and watch like christmas specific chick flicks like rom-coms mm. yeah. just friends I, I, I have an older <laughs> sister yeah. so it like just by default like that's what she wanted like she would be in control of the uh of the remote so we'd watch whatever she was watching and so i developed a taste for it and so i'll go back to some of those movies and, and watch them okay mm. I mean, I, I've I've watched my fair share because of my fiance of the Hallmark movies. And I mean, not that you ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what they are, but yeah. I, 
they got me going for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like those too. So I don't know if it's something that I would necessarily go back and watch, but like specifically for Christmas, but there is an episode of New Girl that's actually based around um, them trying to Great show. Great fly show. out of Los Angeles for Christmas. And it's just the hijinks that happen because of course it's New Girl and it's a comedy. And yeah, I, I do remember, I, I couldn't like quote it cause I haven't seen it since I like, like the last watch through of new girl I did, but I do remember that one and just being a good show. Um, and it was, it, it wasn't about like the, anything spectacular, you know, like it wasn't a fanciful Christmas episode, nothing cool happened. It was them trying to get out of the damn airport. Mm-hmm. And that's like, <laughs> like that hits me on a personal level, you know, just, I've been there, I've been stuck in places and just trying to get by, but then you're trying to do it with all your friends around the holidays. And, you know, of course it's LAX. So it's just that much more because it's such a large airport. So, yeah, I, but no, I don't think the, the made for TV movies though, like Irvin was talking about like Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. That's definitely Charlie Brown. And then how the Grinch stole Christmas, the, the original mm-hmm. animated one. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something I'll watch every year um, along with Die Hard. So maybe a marathon. <laughs> there it is. Brian, any, uh, any, anything to chime in there? Did you meditate enough on it? Nah, you know, nothing really comes to mind uh, as far as like shows. I do have the guilty pleasure of watching really terrible Hallmark Christmas movies. Yep. And it's secretly, not so secretly my dream to one day write a Hallmark movie. Um, and I've come up with one recently. If you want to hear my pitch for it. Okay. Yes. No, no one wants that. Okay. What, what okay. Just, uh, what is saying yes. Serenaders. Regale us. So, working title is The Christmas Kiss or something like that. Love it. I'm in. <clears throat> and it starts with um, one Christmas, this thing of mistletoe <laughs> wants really badly to stop being the person that helps people get kissed, but to himself be kissed. So he transforms into a very handsome um, person whose name is going to be Mr. Toe. (laughs) Nailed it. Okay. And it's basically um, like it's the story is like a gentler version of Shallow How. No, not Shallow How. What's the one where um, Dane Cook is? um, Oh, good luck, Chuck. Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. So. He, in order to be transformed into a real boy, he has to get a, cri- a kiss before the next Christmas. And it's all about his adventures uh, trying to get someone to fall in love with him. Um, but unfortunately, he is better able at matchmaking than to himself find a match. And then blah, blah, blah. Obviously, he goes to the small uh, town with a cookie factory that's um, <laughs> in disrepair. And he has to fall in love with and find reciprocal love from the local um like mayor i guess who's a single mother uh who lost her husband to topical disease uh several years ago and she's still haunted by his loss but not so much so that she can't by the end of the movie um kiss mr toe and bring him into being a real boy so what is the like what's the issue they're going to hit? There's got to be some sort of hiccup. There's got to be something they have to get over. What, what is the conflict? She's emotionally unavailable. 
Yeah, I think it's okay. that she's uh, she's very much a career driven woman who has to dedicate herself to um, her child, who is very handsome and has like a scruffy uh, mop of like blonde hair uh, that you can easily muss up. And there's also <laughs> the kind of the haunted like uh, like the fact that Mr. Toe is always alluding to the fact that he's not really from this world and maybe he's going to get whisked away. Like she's always worried that he's going to leave just like her last husband did. Okay. Okay. Moral of the story is going to be stay in your fucking lane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the end of the movie, obviously he reverts to uh, the mistletoe that he was, he ought to have been. No, it would be great if the sequel um, they have kids together and the kids are like these horrible human, like human plant, plant hybrids. <laughs> they're just like these disgusting misshapen. No, that would, that would be the Lifetime movie sequel. But they're like, yeah, but they're like uh, Aquaman. They can communicate with plants. So they're like Swamp Thing. Yeah. They yeah, communicate yeah, yeah, with plants. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. fight crime. There you go. Oh, what if the, what if one Full of circle. them is like Poison Ivy? There you go. Yeah. 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 And, you well, could totally anyway. write a comic for this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Comic spinoff of the Hallmark movie. That's classic. <laughs> That'll yeah. sell. That's the model. That'll definitely sell. Yeah, for That's sure. It's it's going to be the Hallmark uh, cinematic universe that we're we're creating here. <laughs> hey, honey, you know how you've been telling me to watch your movies with you? Look, let's watch this movie, but then you have to read my comic book afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Look, somehow, uh, give and somehow take, you're, give and take. you're not going to get the give on that one. It's just going to be the take. <laughs> anyway, still working on the Loki, names. Loki, that would actually be like a good children's book. Like I feel versus a, a Hallmark movie. I think I think you got something there, Brian. Who well, would I wanted play? To, I, I just I want to write a Hallmark Toe. movie. Mm-hmm. Who would play Mister Toe? Um, obviously yeah, John Ham. Okay. Yes. Who's the? I was going to say The Rock, but I guess that's a good second choice. <laughs> the Rock. I, yeah. I always think Juliana. Is it Julianne Ho? Would be like a great, uh, like great mayor because you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, the dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And she would she'd always be wearing uh, outfits that even though it's like the dead of winter in this like Christmas town, she's always showing off her midriff. <laughs> See, what that you need to do. would make her a great mayor. Yeah, what you need to do is Well, she's always get, like, like jogging. She's jogging through the winter wonderland <laughs> in See, slow motion. I saw this I saw for some reason in my head when you started going over this. I saw uh Wallace Shawn do you know who Wallace Shawn is? Wallace Shawn. He's the uh, he's the Italian or the Sicilian from Princess Bride. Uh, okay. He was the uh, yeah, yeah yeah the voice Ooh. of Rex from yes. Toy Story. It's a little balding guy. Oh my God, that's Rex. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you didn't know that was Rex. No, uh, and but so, now it, it's perfect, right? Like, like oh, yeah, yeah I can't, him. I can't unhear it now. <laughs> like, I could see him doing it, like just his voice as mistletoe, That'd and so good. that, the, and so that, like, creates that kind of little extra hard to because he's older, and whoever he's going to be going after is going to be older. So it's like one of those things where. They're kind of done with love in their life, and he's trying to find love for the first time, but he like looks older and stuff like that. That for the, whatever the only reason. problem is, in order for it to be a Hallmark movie, they have to be young, um, and good-looking. both yeah, very young and good looking, and dead eyed. <laughs> oh, fair, soulless, basically. Yeah, awesome. they have to look like they the are three rungs down from being on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> but that's not John Hamm. 
Well, I know, but I, I just I I want it to be. A very he just handsome, wants John Hamm. Yeah, yeah I, just, I just want I want to be able to like say no, John Hamm. You need to say the line like this. Like <laughs> I give he, John Hamm. Notes. That's not how I'm going to be shirtless. All John. What's that? Is he going to be shirtless? No, John Hamm's physique is not his selling point. It's just his like. He'll be in a suit probably. Easily, yeah, he'll be in a suit the whole time. Or like a really good sweater, like a sweater situation. Nice winter turtleneck, coat. maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably, probably. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay, rant, rant over. So while you say that Kathleen likes to go rogue, we uh, will go on uh, rants and tangents, and so we'll get way off topic, and then <laughs> we have to get reeled back in. Oh no, I I had notes on this. I I'd planned to reveal my my, uh, my first. <laughs> that was draft. plan all along. It's a plan. Oh, workshopping. <laughs> Look at you planning. No, I, I had no idea. <laughs> like I made it all up. Well, awesome. What uh, does anybody have anything else to uh, to add to the Christmas movie topic today? I'll add one last thing to the Hallmark. I think that it is um, pretty common to watch one of those movies and think I can write one better. (laughs) So I think you should go for it. Follow your dreams, Brian. I believe in you. I loved that story. So I'm in. How do you? I'm in as well. Is there surely the website just? advises you how to pitch copy scroll to them. and hit and and hit the help button how and then when it says contact us you just homework. dump your first dm every single like candace cameron everyone that's on all the all Gretchen the... from mean girls yeah right just be like <laughs> i have this great idea you can be the mayor if you like it <laughs> if you like it and guess what you get to kiss john ham oh my gosh <laughs> i would in. i would take that hard <laughs> so he's so charming <laughs> okay uh one more things. one more christmas topic while he's discovering how to get yeah famous. yeah he's over there doing his own thing um worst christmas movie jingle mm. all the way yeah right <laughs> thinking of my answer i also picked die hard <laughs> wow. Kevin, what you got you know i i mean take all the homework ones out of them right i've seen some absolute fucking trash fires um you know what i didn't like that i thought i was gonna like was noel on disney plus with like anna kendrick in it i I do love her but mm. right and so you're like this is this is gonna hit right it's it's anna kendrick why else would she read a script and it'd be bad and i also think she has pretty good comedic beats but nah i did not like it so that that's the first one that comes to mind fair i've never seen that one to be honest i haven't either I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm up to I do I'm not I do like Anna it just Kendrick came out a lot, but like two years ago, yeah. I think it was like one of the first things that they had, like one of the first originals that Disney Original, Plus had, yeah. And like they mm-hmm. like really promoted it because they didn't have shit else uh, from original content. Yeah. And so like this and yeah, I remember. I think I watched like the first twenty minutes. I was like, no, we're done here, <laughs> which is which is very uncharacteristic of me. Like, mm-mm. I Something remember. That- I'm trying to think like I can't even specifically say that it sucks. I just can tell you that I that I turned it off because I thought it sucked. And that would be movies like Christmas with the Cranks was one for me. That was like mm-hmm. always on. That's and Tim Allen. Sir. That's your boy. That's hot Santa. How dare he's you. not Santa. So and I also remember one. It was what was it? It was with like. It wasn't Vince Vaughn, I don't think. Yeah. It was Fred Claus with Vince Vaughn. 
Well, Fred Claus, I I, I don't four I remember four Christmases. Yeah, no, that's the one. It's not yeah. it's not that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, I don't I've again. I can't. I don't want to throw shade at things that I haven't really seen the whole thing. But yeah, I, I remember not not enjoying them and turning them off. That's fair. Brian, how'd your uh, search adventure go over there? Uh, I am about one point five million dollars short of being able to uh, make a Hallmark movie. So that's that's get a be... Kickstarter going. Well, I'll give you a couple bucks, get you a little yeah. closer there. Yeah, I mean, about. I appreciate. We want we want executive producer credits though, at least. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't now, know. I don't know if I want my name on this. <laughs> I definitely yes. do. I'll be so. a silent. I'll be a silent partner unless it does well. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be a noisy partner. <laughs> hey, yeah, so noisy. Remember when I remember when I was there when you pitched this? <laughs> I gave you notes. So the notes think- were don't do it. <laughs> So let me, I'll finish out that worst Christmas movie thought. Um, I, I, I kind of am going to shit on the Polar Express That's because fine. of, because of the dead eyes. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. freaks me out. Uh, but another one that came to mind was uh, Jack Frost. Yeah. Yeah. I was Ooh. thinking of that too. I remember that movie. Keaton, I remember right? it. Yeah. It's Keaton. And, oh, yeah. Bad. And man, was it bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and was it bad? And like, it's one of those ones that like it came out right the right time for like us being kids mm-hmm. and to like it. And I saw it back then, and I was like, okay, and have mm-hmm. not watched it since. So I will, uh, I'll, I'll throw that into the ring for for worst Christmas movie. That's and then, and again, that's barring all of the really really all bad Hallmark ones. Yeah, sure, yep, that I've never Weird. seen. Yeah. I just think I, I don't think you can even compare Hallmark movies to the the Any Fred Claus because it's 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 like the difference between saying okay is this sandwich from Subway any good versus like this is just cotton candy like it's not meant <laughs> to be human food that you would have for a meal like this is something that you you do because you love your girlfriend or wife like you it's 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 punishment for you <laughs> anyway that's why I want to make these movies. <laughs> throwing like a really gratuitous sex scene or like an action like a like a car chase well you can have like a campy car chase and it's like two beaters in the snow and they're not going real fast and they're like racing to like the town center to get married or something you know that's that's about the epitome of action for no i would i would imagine like just in the middle of the movie like no no setup at all vin diesel just shows up he goes it's about family. And then he like drives <laughs> off real fast. I don't know why. I just thought that would be cool. Well, you got a big budget for this. <laughs> Vin Diesel's falling on hard time, so I'm going to exploit the hell out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I feel like he gets paid a billion dollars. Nah, be he's good. He's doing fine, man, with Groot and Fast. Yeah. 22, that's coming out soon. Hey, hey Vin, yeah. you, uh, you want to be in this movie? <laughs> I can't yeah. shit. <laughs> That's how you sell stuff. Oh. It's like, hey, look, so the lead's gonna be John Hamm. So we got wanna... John Hamm and Candace Cameron signed right now. Boom. So do you want to be a part of this or no? You we'll in or not? Else. Exactly. <laughs> oh, too funny. All right, who wants to do the outro? Yeah. Nose goes. Nose goes. Ah, Give yeah. me Does that, I mean, do I do an outro <laughs> for your guys? Show? He's like, which one am I outroing? <laughs> hey guys, this is Irvin, Trey, and Brian with the nerdness. Oh, God damn it. <laughs>
They Insert catchphrase. All right, guys. Yeah, no, it's we have fresh. to say that. the catchphrase is always the is always there. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. I wanted to thank the hosts, two of the hosts from Bingetown TV, the podcast. Make sure you check out their stuff. We'll link all of their uh, stuff here, their social media, uh, their podcast link as well. Make sure you give them a follow. Drop a five-star on their stuff. Drop a five-star on our stuff. Tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Apple Podcasts, five-star. Do it. Kathleen, Jim, any, uh, any final thoughts, any final words? No, thanks for having us. Yeah, this got thank me you in so much Christmas for having mood. us on. Absolutely, absolutely. Guys, thank you guys have an open invitation to come on to our podcast. Any TV shows you want to talk specifically, we have a series where called Pitchtown TV where you guys can pitch a pilot of a show to us to oh, right get us into Zombie. it. Um, so we've done a few of them. That's where Winona mm-hmm. came from. The OA we did, Outlander. There's a lot that are coming up. So if you guys have any interest in that, Open Hit invitation, or if you guys just want to talk any uh, TV, always welcome, guys. Thanks again for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, and definitely going to take you guys up on that. Well, on uh, that topic, we'll uh, catch you guys on the next episode. Remember, stay nerdy, my friends. May your Santas always be hot and your Hollies be jolly. <laughs> Insert catchphrase. Catchphrase. What a terrible catchphrase. Nope, it's the one we got.